Welcome to the American Countryside Podcast. I'm Andrew McCray, host of the daily syndicated show for over two decades, heard on 100 radio stations and XM Channel 147. I go on location to meet the people and places that tell the fascinating stories of past and present. And the American Countryside Podcast allows you to hear the full interview with our guests. On this edition of our show, I'll take you to the largest rail yard in the world. As you'll hear, it's so large, it's a city within a city, with cars and rails headed to all points in the nation. About a decade ago, the city of North Platte, Nebraska, built the Golden Spike Tower, a platform where visitors could get a bird's-eye view of the rail center and learn more about the important role it plays in getting goods where they need to go. Eldon Walters is my guest, a man who shows visitors how to make sense of the miles of rails that intertwine before them and learn the fascinating past and present of the Union Pacific Railroad. The yard is two miles wide. It's eight miles long. There's 2,850 acres in this area that Union Pacific owns. If we took all of the track in this eight-mile stretch, it will go for 400 miles. And there's over 1,000 turnouts. Why North Platte? Why did it become this place? When Mr. Ed Bailey was working for the railroad, he had the envision of, wow, this was in central part of the country, and we had lots of area here. We have a lot of train traffic through here. This is where the transcontinental lines went across in 1865. And he could see the envision of how many trains was going through here in a day. And he was the one that made this grow. And when the hump up here on the doing eastbound trains was built in uh, 1968, that is when this became Bailey Yard. It was named after Ed Bailey, which then he was a president of the Union Pacific Railroad. I watched the video downstairs and how many trains are coming through. Talk, talk about the trains going east-west and how many they're physically coming through here all the time. Right now, we're at about 140 trains a day going either direction. We are getting about 28 loaded coal trains through here every day that go up to Wyoming to load from the mines, uh, Powder River Basin. Uh, we have to have that many empties going back west because we got to keep meeting the quota for the different uh, power plants that are needing the product. When you say 140, 140 going each way, so two. 80 passing through? No, we'll Just have to have about 140 trains total, east totally. and westbound. All right. You mentioned the humps, and some people won't know what the humps are, so talk about that because that's pretty important here. The hump yards are an area where when a train comes in 20 miles outside of North Platte, the train goes by a scanner, and the scanner reads either the barcode or the chip on the cars, and that information is either sent to St. Louis or to Omaha, and that is told to our hump yards here uh, whether those trains need to be sorted. So we are putting the cars into the right location if they're going to Chicago, if they're going to Miami, if they're going to Omaha. We sort them into that class. So on every track in our eastbound hump, we have 64 tracks that have eastbound destinations. We have 50 tracks in our westbound hump that is going to make up westbound trains. Our eastbound hump is 34 and a half feet above ground level because we bring the trains under that off of the westbound tracks that have to come over to the diesel shop to be serviced. The westbound hump is only 20 feet high, and that way we don't have to do as much retarding or slowing the cars down so when they come down in on the track to meet up with the next car in there we do not want the train car to bump the next car at over four mile an hour all right 
you mentioned about the different tracks. The 64 tracks, is that 64 different destinations then, or how does that work? It can be 64 destinations, or if we got, like, a lot of cars that we know are Chicago, we may have two of the tracks that are set up for Chicago cars. When a train goes out, about how many cars do you put in a, in a train? It depends right now. We usually stay uh, about 140 to uh, 200 but we are now putting together trains that are 17,200 feet long, which is over a three-mile-long train. Oh. And it takes roughly 80 cars to equal a mile in length. The engines here, this is a pretty big place for maintenance. We have the diesel shop here that we have uh, 700 employees in the diesel shop in a 24-hour period. It's a three-different eight-hour shift, and our building is the size of three football fields inside of it. We can have 80 locomotives in there at one time being serviced. We do not want the locomotives kept in there over about an 8 to a 10-hour period. So you can see how many locomotives go through every day. Wow. Is that, I'm sure that's the largest one. Is it Union Pacific would have other places too, but this would be the major one, I'm guessing. Union Pacific has other diesel shops. This is the second largest. Our largest diesel shop is in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. How many engines on those big trains does it take? just depends on the weight of the train. We can have three in the front, three in the middle, and two on the back. You talked about the employees that are here. About how many employees does it take to, to run this? We have about 2,300 employees out here in this yard every 24 hours, uh, plus the other 700 over here in the diesel shop. And that doesn't include all of the train crew. The engineer and the conductor that is on each train as it's leaving the yard, every train has to have an engineer and a conductor. Something I've always wondered, the engineering conductors, how far will they travel from here? Do they tend to just work a set area, I guess you'd say? They are in a district, the, like a conductor that lives here and an engineer here in North Platte. If he's westbound, he will go to Cheyenne, which uh, they can only be on the train 12 hours. Then they got to go and get 10 hours of rest. And then when their name comes back up on the board, they will operate a train back to North Platte. They do not go on across the country. They stay in their district. So even a train that's going across the country here, every train still stops here in North Platte, and a different engineer and a conductor can get on it and keep going. From North Platte, Omaha is the next district. For people that haven't been here, talk about what they're going to see if they come up here on the 8th floor. If they come up here to the Golden Spike Tower, they will be able to see the operation of both hump yards. We'll see the operation in the diesel shop. We'll see the fueling stations. We can look at different locomotives that are being shuffled around to be worked on. You'll see where we are actually putting the sand and the fuel and the water into the locomotives. Uh, here at this yard, we go through 18 million gallon of diesel fuel every month. <laughs> What things haven't I asked you or things that you love to tell people that I wouldn't know to ask? Because you, you, you've been here for a long time and you know a lot of interesting facts. Well, there's a lot of things that they want to know about what goes through this yard. Mm -hmm. And it's easier to tell people what don't go through the yard. We do not haul passengers through North Platte and we don't haul any livestock. But otherwise, you'll see everything through this yard. The other day, I had a unique train through. It was carrying the blades for the new big wind turbines. There was 33 blades on the train. It takes three cars per blade because the new blades are 188 feet long. Do you still see things that amaze you every day out here? Because you'd think it's, well, it's all the same, but you see new stuff all the time probably. Too. Oh, there's something different every day. I've been up here for the, all the 10 years that this building has been open. I'm here on every Wednesday, and I'm a model railroader, so I see different things here, and I go home and build it for my layout. <laughs> 
Any idea how many cars might be in this yard at any one time? I would guess there's between eight and 10,000. It is an amazing sight to see, about 10,000 rail cars and all of those tracks from that tower. It's hard to imagine the amount of goods passing through this city and how the rail yard can get everything to where it needs to go. If you're headed to the tower, make time to see some other sites in town, including the Buffalo Bill Ranch and the Lincoln County Historical Museum that will provide background on the famous character from the West and much more. There's a lot to see and learn on a stop there. Thanks for joining me on this visit to the largest rail yard in the world. I hope you'll join us again as we travel the countryside. In North Platte, Nebraska, I'm Andrew McRae.